everyone, and welcome to January 6th, 2019. This is the Spirit of Aya, and this is your host, Ayahuasca Carr. And today we are taking a deep dive into our inner child. And you might say, inner child? What the fuck is that? (laughs) And it is the person inside of all of us. Um, Whether you are extremely familiar with your inner child, not familiar at all, know that it is there. And we are simply attempting to hear his or her or their voice. And we want to recover the inner child within all of us. Now, oftentimes, um, inner child work is the main focus with inner child work is undoing the programming of the survival skills that we learned as children and quieting the inner critical parents so we can hear the inner child and let them come through and let them guide us. Um, So... Often, like this, I mean, and this this can be so simple. Like you want to go do something that is spontaneous and genuine and authentic. And then internally it says, you know, your inner critic, your critical parent says, you can't do that. You know, you have to go do this. You told this person that you would go do this. And the little child is just like, but I want to go do this. And... So that's what we're talking about and listening to the inner child more than getting drowned in the inner critic, which is usually a critical parent at some point in your family dynamics or growing up. Now, this stuff might be going over your head if you've never even thought of yourself or your reality like this, but let's just take a small dive into some simple psychology. We're all programmed between the ages of zero to seven. Let me say that again. We're all programmed from the ages of zero to seven. And during this time, it's often we are in this hypnotic state. Um, We soak things up just like a sponge. You know, we don't question. There's very little ego. um, And... This is actually what hypnosis or hypnotherapy is based on. I'm trained in hypnotherapy. I'm I'm certified, whatever you want to call it. I've gone to school for it. And so the thing that is what I've discovered and with many other people is that when it's been traumatic, um, which is that is all um, a traumatic childhood is subjective, by the way. And at this point in my career... I'm pretty ready I'm pretty ready to throw in the towel and what's trauma and what's not because um if you've lived in a hyper aroused state your whole life how would you know that you had a traumatic childhood and I say this because this was my story I lived 27 years of the almost 31 years of my life in fight or flight and I didn't know there was a different way to live So this is very important to understand, like, do you even know 
that you're living in a traumatic state, a hyper-aroused state, um, that you're in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. You know, um, these are all typologies that are born out of toxic family origin programming. And I'm, I'm really at the point to like make the decision that, you know, growing up in a family in general, being in a powerless state as a child, not getting your needs met, it's, it is, it is toxic. Um, consistently not getting emotional needs met is toxic. And I'm coming out of the closet with this one because if we don't realize this, then we just will continue to repeat unhealthy patterns in adulthood. Um, and I don't know when adulthood started for you, but I'm pretty sure it started for me. I don't know. I really didn't start feeling like an adult until recently about when I turned 30 years old. But my journey to that started when I was 27. And I mean, I was introduced to a lot of different things that including ayahuasca. And along with that, a bunch of other tools that have helped me make sense of my ayahuasca ceremonies and journeys. And this is kind of, I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but inner child work will be the most key component with or without ayahuasca. And the inner child is your inner authentic voice, honoring it, listening to it, doing the best you can to not ignore it. So in order to develop this muscle, because it is a muscle, it is a relationship. If you ignore your relationship with your significant other, your friends, what happens? It becomes stagnant. It becomes confusing. It becomes, you know, miscommunicative. It's almost an abandonment of the relationship, right? Um, whether that's temporary or long-term and then you come back together, right? So there's no shame or judgment in that. So the same thing, um, and if you don't like the word inner child for whatever reason, that's okay. Understanding cultivating the relationship with yourself is the most important. And so we end up dividing the voices inside of ourselves differently so we can understand Who's the true voice inside of us? We all have voices inside of us. And the voices are all us. But the scripts that are running, the programs that are running, we can consciously, slowly, progressively, within the journey, delete, integrate, renew, restore. It takes conscious effort, though. Every single day, every single day. Did she say every single day? Every single day. And I'm, it's just, it's just like you deciding to go to the gym and make it a habit. It's you deciding to drink that cup of coffee every morning and make it a habit. The thing is with inner child work, it can get very uncomfortable. Because within that inner child are locked memories. I mean, the deeper and deeper you go in relationships, the more and more you find out, right? The more and more you connect, the more and more you get vulnerable. And that is only possible if you're willing to let go of all the ego defenses and walls that you've built up. 
And this is where people don't want to do ayahuasca. I'll be super honest with you. This is where people want to run away from ayahuasca because subconsciously your inner child knows this is what's going to go down. This is the fear around ayahuasca. You know, you know, the others are listening, (laughs) meaning the other parts of you that know like, oh, fuck, shit's going to get real once we do that ayahuasca bullshit. The truth is coming. And the thing is with ayahuasca is that once you're revealed certain things, you can't go back. And so you can do the same type of work, by the way, um, with within spirituality, within doing meditation. You know, you don't have to go do ayahuasca. The thing with ayahuasca is for those who are afraid to get real or are super resistant um, or have had really bad trauma, I mean, it shows you parts of yourself that you never knew because you were never shown. You know, if you were not told you were love or shown you were worth anything, how the fuck would you know? You know, you can cognitive behavioral therapy it all day you can self-affirm all day but if you don't have a full body experience of it that helps you witness it I did another podcast earlier this month that ayahuasca helps because it allows you to witness the old brain okay so if you have this self-affirming experience that is so real your brain will not be able to deny it and it's literally burnt into you most healing experience you will ever have um and then you are shown that's actually who you are and that old brain is a bunch of survival skills traits family of origin stuff that will still live inside of you after ceremony It will still live inside of you after ceremony. It will still live inside of you after ceremony. It doesn't erase these things. You know, it's all about being shown the the new way. And then integrating the new way. Taking what you learn in ceremony extremely seriously. And so today's topic is inner child. You will get very acquainted with your inner child. Because you will be shown that you are pure love. I mean, I mean, literally, you will feel that and it will be, you will feel it with such conviction, you'll never be able to deny it ever again. Even if all your other ego defenses come back, even if you dip into addiction again, even if you have relapse, uh, lapse, prolapse for all of you uh, in recovery or 12 step out there, it doesn't matter. You will know the truth. You will have a guide when you're done doing your research. And you can come back and be like, okay, let's do this. I'm done doing that again. And coming back to what's important, which is the inner relationship, meditation, habits, taking control of your life. You know, um, and it's funny because by taking control, you're actually letting go more. By taking control... You're actually letting go more. 
by taking control, you're actually letting go more. Um, once again, another spiritual 12 step concept. And, you know, whenever you're ready to adopt that, that'll be great, right? Um, so it's all about listening and honoring the inner child. If you don't want to do that thing with that person, say it. If something doesn't feel right, say it. If you feel differently about something, say it. You can be assertive with compassion. You can be assertive with compassion. You can be assertive with compassion and love. We don't have to assert ourselves in with anger. That's aggression. And the more and more you pay attention to this person inside of you, the one that is screaming out, the one who really feels for you, the next time you feel anxiety, do a coping skill and then step inward and ask what the anxiety is about. Is it a hypervigilance thing? Are you in fear because you, you're anticipating getting hurt? Where does that come from? Are you avoiding doing something because you're scared of what people will think about you? Where does that come from? You know, we want to we want to notice how the inner child manifests in the survival, right? And then as we become aware of it, we can reassure the inner child that that's not what's happening anymore. You're safe. People are allowed to think what they want to think about you. It's really none of your business. And, you know, we just need to take care of us. We need to worry about us. We need to understand us. If something wants, if someone wants to tell us something, they will tell us. We are not responsible for other people's feelings. And this is a daily practice. And the more you honor it, the more simple it gets. The less you honor it, the more suffering you will endure. The more you honor it, the simple it will get. The more you ignore it, the more suffering you will endure. And that's okay, because like I said, I've been on all sides of the spectrum. Believe me. <laughs> um, I have had full-blown addictions. And like I said, I lived in fight or flight for 27 years of my life to even wake up one day to think that was there was a different way. Um, it's, you know... So the way to honor the inner child is to pay attention to what's happening inside. To what's happening to the body, really. And so first we must ground ourselves. There's a, there's a breathing podcast, a few before you want to do some of that. I recommend the Pacifica app, getting grounded in that. And then you can start digging deep and figuring out what does this little child need? Because it is your job as an adult to give them that. It truly is. No one else can do it for you. I had a mentality for the longest time that someone was going to save me. Oh, my God. And that is indicative of the powerlessness I felt as a child. 
my family was very dysfunctional. I was bullied at school. All sorts of... Thank God for ayahuasca. So, if you walk away with anything today, the keywords are mindfulness, meditation, and absolute focus on that inner child. I mean, if you want true recovery, if you want true heaven on earth, if you want true connection with people, you got to start doing this work and you also have to interact with other people who are doing this work. Um, because it's, 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 it's vital. It's not the only way, but it is vital. It is vital. So I leave you with that. And I hope you guys have a fantastic Sunday. I am still raising money to go to Peru by July. This is happening. So I've taken another, I've taken, I've leveled up in my seriousness about this. I can feel the push and the pull that I must, you know, <laughs> not in a critical way. The year, you know, 2019 is the year that I will complete this and then I will start running retreats in Mexico. And I need your help. So you can actually support this podcast 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, $9.99 a month. Or you can go to my GoFundMe, www.gofundme.com backslash Spirit of Aya. Or you can find me on Facebook. I also have a Facebook um, GoFundMe. Or you can just nonchalantly donate at my paypal.me backslash Sarai Darbondi. That's S-A-R-A-I, D as in dog, A-R, B as in boy, A-N, D as in dog, I. So, yes, Peru is happening. And I hope you guys have a great day. I will see you back here on Wednesday. Right now, my schedule for podcasts are Sundays and Wednesdays. All right.